These are the stories of the Two Brain family. Every week, we dive into the struggles and successes that go hand in hand with owning a business. As the stories unfold, take notes as we pick apart the tactics and strategies to help you navigate your very same struggles and successes that come with business ownership. Use these to help build your anti-fragile business. There we go. Brian, how are you? (coughs) Good. How are you? I am good. Welcome to Two Brain Stories. So for the very few people, uh, which I'm, i think it's barely anybody uh definitely within the two brain group that don't know who you are um through podcasts through everything that content that you've put out and everything um give us a little background about you the business you own and uh, then we'll kind of jump into the story sure um my name is brian strump i am in uh, charlotte north carolina i've owned our affiliate since 2010 crossfit steel creek i'm a uh, chiropractor by my education since 2003. I practiced in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and then two years in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina before uh, closing that up, moving closer to home and putting together both businesses. In 2017, we've created and are slowly trying to morph our facility into what is what would be called Live Active Charlotte, just to better encompass everything that we can offer there. Um, and then on and off for a while. And then more so recently, um, been doing mentoring with, uh, incubator clients and growth calls and, uh, some chiropractors and physical therapists. Excellent. Excellent. You, uh, you keep yourself busy. Um, always. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm trying. (laughs) So with the story that I want to kind of get into was uh, a post that was made a little while ago um, by you, uh, and I kind of want to reflect on that because I think too many of us, uh, whether this goes on the podcast or even with this group, um, sometimes forget this kind of stuff. And uh, the, one po- the, one, the one post that I'm, I'm talking about is um, recently on a podcast, there was another gym owner that talked about paying his, his coaches uh, that do PT a hundred percent of that revenue. Um, and that kind of led into a story, uh, that you kind of posted. So if we can kind of go from there, um, it's not really big to me about saying names. Um, but, um, when somebody posts something like that, especially somebody that has a lot of influence within the gym community, um, that kind of raises a lot of eyebrows to people. Uh, and then they yeah. wonder if they're doing it right. I mean, two brain, we teach mm. the four nines model. Um, so, right. Let's kind of go into that story uh, of you making that post and and kind of what kind of has come from it. Yeah, I don't know. I think I didn't I didn't originate the post. I know somebody posted about a podcast and said, "Oh, this person pays you know a hundred percent of PT." And then I think like the reason why I try to be so active in that CrossFit affiliate owners group and venture out in there is because you know there, there's anywhere from like four to ten thousand people in there. And they're, and they're taking this information and like, oh man, my coach didn't want to work for me because he said I was only going to pay him X and this guy must be doing great. He's paying him Y and then they go and pay him 80 or hundred percent of whatever it is. And then three years later, they're like, man, this was a horrible decision. I got to close my doors. How the hell did this person do it? And I don't know. I, I, I don't know where it started from. I guess like personally, my 
personally, I'm not like a things collector, you know, I don't need a fancy car. I don't need a big house. I like to travel and eat and do what I want and have some free time, which is kind of what's what's more important to me. Right. (laughs) But I do know for a fact that there are people like, you know, in just general broke America, let's say, right. We have an obesity problem. We have people that don't have, (laughs) yeah, I, I keep watching the Islanders. I think they're trying to get a little lower seed so they don't have to play the Maple Leafs until the uh, until the conference finals, Chris. <laughs> but we're, we're going to get them. And uh, so the um, back to the like the this problem of people of people being like leveraged and mortgaged or whatever it is, or taking on more than they can afford. Because it looks good, whether it's uh, <clears throat> a new car or or the bigger ha- or the biggest house or whatever it might be, all things that you can leverage with credit cards, right? <clears throat> and then eventually go broke. So th- they see it and they're like, "Oh man, this person's doing good. This is how I want to do this." Unfortunately, like I don't know if I was taught that, or I'm, I'm sure somebody taught it to me. That I just realized it on my own. But you, or or I've seen businesses or known business owners that look like. Man, they've got their they've got their stuff together, and they're like, "Wow, how the how the doors close?" And then you realize that there's a lot more like behind the scenes than just like what you're actually seeing. And I think it's the same thing in a business. Although, it, personally, I could I could rack up a million dollars in debt, right? Nobody's gonna know. Mm-hmm. But in a business, eventually, you're just gonna have to close. Like, eventually, somebody's gonna stop giving you money to continue to do that. Like, I could always get another credit card. Right. Mm-hmm. And so and I think we see some of these big names in, let's just say, CrossFit, <clears throat> maybe other other you know, other 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 realms as well, where they they either have created such a brand for themselves in terms of like marketing, where they might bring 20 or 30 thousand dollars worth of retail in or something, something that kind of makes up for that big difference in giving away. A, a large percentage of revenue or um, just because they do, it doesn't mean it's a good business decision. Right. <clears throat> and, but they have a name with them or they have a following of fans and people just think, Oh, if, if he or she is doing it, it's gotta be good. Look, look what this person created, but they don't know if they've got, you know, a, t- an investor with deep pockets behind them that's on their ass saying, listen, like, and this person's saying, well, look, we've got all this PT stuff. We have all these things. They're trying to show uh, some type of metric that really doesn't mean anything, but maybe it's taking some heat off of them from an investor that says, here's a million dollars or here's $20 million, create whatever you want, where it's a little bit different than the typical small, small business. Mm-hmm. And I like that because, I mean, I think moral of that story, and I think you made the post, um, which I don't want to misquote you because that's what I loved. Uh, you said is, uh, don't take business advice from others that you don't know the true story about their business and looks that can be deceiving because I think that's 100% true. Um, you see that too often where you, I mean, Enron was showing profits all the time yeah, sure. until they weren't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and I know, you know, I, I know businesses in fitness realm or or anything even if you look at like what Payless just went broke or all these businesses now that you know best all these businesses are getting smaller and smaller and smaller and you're like how could you get smaller and smaller and smaller when you have all this crap to sell 
And there's always going to be somebody that's like coming after you, I assume, no matter how big, obviously the bigger you are, the more. So I feel like the smarter you need to make some of these decisions. And <clears throat> if, if we're getting advice from some, some, from somebody that's, you know, one month away, like one bad month away, Right. And that and, 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 and we're the same way. And, and, and if your business is, is in a fragile position like that, then that can really, really s- screw you and penalize you where this other person is like, no big deal. I've got somebody with deep pockets behind me that just loves. In- and, and just because that person's investing in them doesn't mean that that's wise either. You know, eventually somebody's going to make a crappy investment decision. And, you know, like what just happened with what Brick CrossFit, right? Whoever those investors yeah. were. Obviously, we're like, oh, okay, we had some money. Let's put it into this gym in a great city like Chicago, and they, and so that was ended up being a poor decision. I would, I would, I would guess for them. But it doesn't mean they're bad people or bad with money. But eventually, you're going to make a bad. You know, it's not always going to be a winner. But if you're always taking advice from people that you don't know about how their business is, like I, I think I said something about the when, when the thing with Brick happened. You know, there's probably a lot of gyms in Chicago. That were like, okay, this is what they're doing. I need to get like ten true runners. I need to go take a <laughs> home loan on my on my. I need to go take a, a home equity line of credit on my house for fifty grand to get you know fog proof mirrors, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. And then now they're like, oh my god, this guy just went out of business, and I've got forty, I've got thirty thousand dollars worth of equipment that I don't need. So I was trying to keep up with somebody that's not even here anymore. Yeah. It's that, and I think that's perfect with what you said from the beginning of um, not having not having to have the biggest house or the best car because then you're just keeping up with the Joneses. Um, but this is from a business standpoint of keeping up with the Joneses, of of thinking you have to do those things to 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 get to that bigger business. And I think that kind of leads into to the the other part that you kind of posted, which was um, stop comparing yourself to to the businesses down the road from you or even right next door. Um, because they could be one one bad month away of closing their doors. Yeah, and I think that's really hard. Like when we opened in 2010, <clears throat> we were the third one around. So the only two I had to compare myself were two. They were well-established. They were here for three or four years, but not to the point that like gyms now are at at, at that three or four-year mark or the money that people are pumping into a, a new affiliate. So I think for, you know certainly when new affiliates come in <clears throat> and and – they start looking around to like who they have to compete with. And if they realize like, like you're not going to smartly compete with a gym, if, if a gym like us, which has been open for almost 10 years and you move down a block from us and you want to come in and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to have to go big or go home. Like, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's a wise decision, but that's, that's the mentality. Like, Oh, wh- why would they come to my little gym with only two rowers when they could go here with this? And, you know, part, part of me would like to open another one and start all over and not make those same mistakes again. But I think it's definitely a different, um, a different mentality you have to go in when, when you're starting a business. Even when my wife started hers two years ago with the, with the um, produce stuff, you know, uh, a big multi-state one came in with like, you know, $5 million to get billboards and to do things. It's like, it's just not an option. So let's just like start, start, start small and steady and, and, and go from there. Yeah. And build and build it, um, but build it with a different mindset of trying to get the most people in, but the best quality. Yeah. And, and to plan to like do this thing for, 
a little while. Like it's not going to be like uh, some tech thing that you that 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 will read about in the newspapers that you know in one year that I sold it for a trillion bucks. But if you're going to get into this to create a business, you have to, you're going to have to be patient and start it the right way, or you're going to be behind the eight ball for a long time. And I just think like that's a lot of pressure to deal with when you're starting any business. But you know, regardless of what what like the next phone company that comes out, the next dish company or whatever it is, whoever comes out next, you know, to say, okay, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to come right out and complete with Netflix. It's like, Oh shit. That's, that's a lot like, how could, how could we start? Right. Um, yeah. And that's, that's what I personally for, 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 for myself is how I would do it. Um, I think it's a, a, a smarter long-term idea than just like, like you still go go all in, right? Mm-hmm. But doesn't mean I gotta like make poor financial decisions to go all in either. Yeah, no, and I I agree with you one hundred percent. That's why I wanted to get this out there a little bit more, especially since we'll post this to the podcast too, so people can um, kind of hear about this. Like, hey, I mean, and the moral of the story is too. Like, don't we're not we're not having to follow the big names out there. You don't have to follow every single thing that you post. Um, I know with us and, and when people come through two brain and go through the incubator with you, you're teaching them four nines model. You're teaching them, um, Hey, how to strategically make the right decisions. Uh, so you don't make the wrong ones like we all have in the past and, uh, that have cost us almost our business, but, um, luckily we somehow got out of it. So, yeah. um, I think that's really, that's really the big part of it too, is, is making sure that people understand like, Hey, if you're going to come through a service like this, we definitely have tested this way too many times, uh, to know, that it does work 100%. Um, so greatly appreciate yeah. your time, Brian. Thank you for jumping on and yeah, uh, sharing sure. that with us. Uh, I love your wisdom always. Um, even when it's against the grain, sometimes you post it, especially in an affiliate owners group, um, you have no problem uh, raising the flag of, hey, I think uh, I, I think this is incorrect. This is definitely BS here. Um, and you don't mind going against the grain because you come out on top usually always uh, from what I've seen. Um, so keep doing it. We greatly appreciate you always going to that group and, uh, making sure, making sure the right, the right words get placed where they need to. So I try, um, you do a great job. So thank you so much for sharing the story and, uh, sharing your time with us. Yeah, sure. Thank you. As always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We greatly appreciate you and everyone that has subscribed to us. If you haven't done that, please make sure you do. Drop a like to the episode, share with a friend, and if you haven't already, please write us a review and rate us on what you think. If you hated it, let us know. If you loved it, even better. See you guys later.